We are now wishing to participate verbally. Um, so welcome everyone. And um, we're ready to, um, or I'm calling the regular meeting of the November 26th town council meeting to order at 5 p.m. And you have the agenda in front of you, I believe. And um, Mr. Parker, are there any additions? Uh, there is one addition, uh, uh, your, uh, your Worship, and that is a request for decision for the Alberta Municipalities Committee's application. Okay, so that'll go under section Section 8.8. Uh, 8. It'll be the new 8.8, because there's one deletion also. Okay, and the deletion then? Is 8.8, .8, which is the briefing note on capital budget. That will not be going tonight. Okay, and that's it for uh, additions, deletions? That is correct, Your Worship. Would someone like to move the adoption of the agenda? Uh, Mr. Good moves the adoption of the agenda. All those in favor? It is carried, thank you. Uh, we have the minutes of the November 8th, uh, 2021 regular council meeting in front of us. Uh, you've had a chance to review those. Are there any um, changes that should be um, noted? Okay, would someone care to move the minutes of the November uh, 8th meeting? Uh, Councillor Shannon moves them. All those in favor? Great, it is carried as well. Uh, Mr. Parker, are there any public hearings? We do not have any, Your Worship. Thank you. Section five presentations. Um, we have um, Dustin Dubay, a request to amend the 1746 traffic and streets bylaw to allow school buses to be parked on residential streets. So is Mr. Dubay there or are we doing this? Ms. McQuaig, yeah. He is not yet present, Your Worship, and uh, Mr. CAO. Okay, alrighty. Um, I suggest we go on to the next one then. Okay, so we have um, Chamber of Commerce, a presentation on behalf of local businesses. And um, we have, I see Lane Gardner in front of him, us. So Lane, if you want to introduce uh, who's on your end and that'll go into the record and then take it away. Thank you very much. So on behalf of the chamber, we have myself, Lane Gardner. Uh, Chris Johnson is also in attendance. Dan Doucette, Heidi Dubay, uh, Jasmine Downing and Ramona Toma. So those are the six members present here with us for this presentation. And uh, you can just go ahead with your presentation if you'd like. Okay. Okay, perfect. Well, on behalf of the chamber, first of all, thank you for allowing us the opportunity to present. So obviously everybody received the letter that we had drafted and sent. And so a bit of background, obviously the context behind this letter came about, um, the chamber had received requests from the business community and, and uh, we bear some responsibility that we hadn't been advocating for the business community, maybe as vocally or as actively as we could have been. And so that was what prompted it, this letter. And so the board decided that it was time for us to uh, take a more proactive approach and stance to to trying to advocate for business uh, businesses in Peace River. So the letter that we drafted, uh, you know, addressed some of the concerns that we heard commonly throughout the business community. Uh, we had uh, had done up a survey, and and the survey results spoke quite uh, quite loudly on a, a common theme. 
common theme of just doing business in the town of Peace River, uh, you know, not maybe as, uh, as easy to do business, um, restrictions, uh, you know, different things that uh, prevent businesses from, from getting through the process quickly, frustrations and things. Um, so the chamber, of course, wants to work with the town to try to come up with solutions and some answers to these problems. Um, obviously, if the answers were easy, we would have done this a long time ago, and um, we understand and recognize, you know, the efforts of the town. Um, some of the things that we suggested um, on page two of the letter that we had drafted talked about uh, taxes. So, of course, common complaint, not just for the businesses, but also for the residents of the town of Peace River. And so, you know, we asked some questions about, you know, you know what's coming in, where can we address some of the uh, taxes, um, our recommendation of, uh, of a feasibility study to take a look at this, to come up with some ideas and some solutions to this problem. Uh, streamlining business and reducing red tape. Um, so again, a common message that we got was that, you know, it's not an easy process to get your business started in the town of Peace River. It's not an easy process to, you know, go through and, and from start to finish. And, and there's a lot of red tape and a lot of uh, hoops to jump through. Um, obviously, if other municipalities are able to, sorry, somebody forgot to mute their cell phone. I won't mention any names. <laughs> um, obviously, if other municipalities are able to, to make the process a little bit easier, and we hear that commonly, why can the town of Peace River not do the same thing? Um, third one was debt reduction. And of course, you know, the question might be, what's the chamber have to do with debt reduction? It wasn't so much what the chamber has to do with debt reduction, but of course, you know, some of those things help to circle around and help with taxes, help with having more money available for economic development, uh, you know, different things that are available for the business community to, to improve, expand, open new businesses, things like that. So the three pieces kind of all part and parcel work together and, and loop around together. So um, again, the chamber is just asking for an opportunity to be a part of a process that is, uh, is open, uh, different ideas, looking at different solutions and, and trying to come up with a plan going forward to, to make all of these processes better. Um, that's basically the gist of the, of the letter. I don't know if there's any questions for us from that. Yeah, I, we'll probably have some questions, but um, I, I should tell you that uh, it's likely that in March sometime, council will be moving into a discussion with respect to our strategic plan. So between times, we'll be looking for inputs into priorities and, and things like that. So uh, council really hasn't discussed strategic plan as yet, but um, taxes are always part of that. And it's always back of mind or front of mind, depending upon where you're sitting on that. So um, thank you, Chamber of Commerce for uh, stepping up and early in the process is a good thing as well, because um, get things out in the open and who, who knows uh, what kind of solutions or tweaks we can make to certain things that uh, might be beneficial to um, all sides of anything, I, I guess. But um, uh, councillors, do you have questions uh, of Lane or the chamber presentation? Um, Mr. Good? I don't really have a, a question, but I, I really just wanted to thank the chamber for bringing us this information. I mean, it's the flow of information between different parties that's going to help us make decisions and help us help guide us in what we're doing. So just want to thank you very much for taking the effort to do this. Um, and we appreciate it. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Uh, other councillors? I, I should say that uh, sometimes, uh, Lena, I, I know everybody hears things, but sometimes 
it's good if you can perhaps also start a, a list of here's an actual example this happened to this situation to, you know to build up the the i guess the scenarios that uh, lead to the idea that some processes need to be um, revamped or refreshed or or whatever and i think uh, miss or mrs shannon has a question or comments Hi, uh, I just wanted to comment that during the AUMA and my meetings here in Calgary, I did uh, run into quite a few people that sat on a chamber of commerce, especially at the AUMA, there seemed to be a lot of them. And uh, I don't think this is the only chamber of commerce that's reached out to their municipal government to work more hand in hand on economic development in particular, especially in uh, post pandemic or well, sort of post pandemic kind of coming out of it now. So it's not unheard of. I actually think it's a good idea. I think that you know, if we could identify where the barriers are, it's only in all of our advantages to, to do that in order to make things run more smoothly when you know, maybe we make a, a mock-up of a business coming through town and watch that process and have a little bit of role-playing and seeing where, that, um, where, that, where the disconnect becomes or where we can make that process easier. I see nothing but good in, in working closer with the chamber. I have said before, and I'll say it again, uh, organizations like the Chambers of Commerce across Alberta, as well as service groups, such as Rotary and Rotaract, these are all groups that are going to have to work more collaboratively in the future. And I think this is, would be a great start to that. Thank you. Um, I should ask the chamber, have you had a chance to do a, a thorough, I guess, it, uh, reading of the budget 2021 um, booklet? Is that been part of your background research yet or to come? So that would be to come. So we haven't done a thorough, yep. I mean, this is basically kind of, I guess, the first step in the process of saying, hey, mm -hmm. I mean, again, we understand and recognize that the, you know, that you guys are working on some of these things already. And it's not like we're bringing any fresh new ideas to the table that you guys aren't already talking about. Um, but again, we just needed to, A, on behalf of our membership that was asking us to advocate more for the business community, that was the first step. Uh, and then secondly, just, you know, kind of extending, uh, you know, the, the, the invitation to work collaboratively with the town to say, hey, you know, we want to be part of the solution with you um, yeah. because, of course, more ideas and heads together come up and we, we come up with solutions. And, and so, yeah, so we, we, there's more work for us to do. There's no doubt. Um, but, of course, we just had to start somewhere and we wanted to get this out very early on in the process, you know, with the new council yeah. and, and everything. And we wanted to be part of it versus six months later, we're saying, oh, hey, you know, we should have done this a long time ago. And, and now let's pick up and start now. So that was the idea here. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, very good to everybody needs to increase their understanding, no matter what the, the issues are. Um, other counselors, do you have any uh, questions or comments at this point in time? Uh, Councillor Scammerhorn? Yeah, Deputy. thank you. No, Councillor's fine. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for coming and, and, and presenting and, and getting things started off. I think uh, what we would say, you know, on the first and the right foot and, and early and, and like uh, <clears throat> the mayor said, knowing these priorities going into our strategic planning time is, is good because then that, that means they, they will get, uh, you know, a place in that. One question I do have, you had mentioned something about feasibility, um, a feasibility study. Can I just, do you mind if I ask what you mean by a feasibility? So I might be thinking of 
of something similar, but maybe a different term. And I, and I just wanted to clear up what feasibility meant. Well, I mean, we can call it whatever. I mean, feasibility study was just a, a little bit more thorough analysis or in-depth look at the at the situation with, you know, taxes and things like that. I mean, so again, call it whatever you want to call it. That was just the term that we had used. Um, I mean, no different, I think, than, you know, the town doing different feasibility studies for downtown revitalization or beautification or different things that you guys have done, spent money on for different studies to take a look at how can we improve those uh, you know, improve the downtown core as an example, this is essentially the same idea, you know, again, a, 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 an independent look at some of the things that are there. Um, no offense to anybody within the town and the organization, but sometimes an independent outside eye is what is needed because we can't critically look at some of the things that are going on within our own environment. So yeah, I, I agree 100%. I I, uh, I think there's uh, a number of us that have, we've, we've kind of had some preliminary ideas around a similar thing. Um, the, the timeline might be a little bit longer. I think you had mentioned some about three months. And uh, there's some resources that we've been, that we will potentially be accessing that, that would be longer, but of course, very thorough. And, and so I think there's a lot of things that we're on the same page with on, on this. Uh, and so thank you guys once again for coming out and I'll see who else wants to weigh in. Any other councillors that haven't, uh, Councillor Boychuk? Thank you, and uh, yeah, I love uh, surveys like this. But Lane, are you guys able to share, you know, what solutions you guys uh, were able to get feedback from with us? So sorry, were we able to share the solutions that we had for the from the feedback? Yeah. So on question two, you asked what solutions do you? Proposed to alleviate the concerns, and, and oh, you would okay, repeat yes. feedback with that. So, so I mean, some of the comments that we received, it was a generic question, obviously filled in with however person wanted to respond. Um, I think that I did mention in the letter some of the common responses that we did receive, um, which I think were kind of summarized on that page there. Um, so, some of the specific cut the red tape, be more welcoming to new uh, businesses. Don't worry about competition coming in. Competition is good and keeps everyone on their toes. Do something about all the empty buildings. Rebuild the downtown. So that was one in particular that we received as a, as a comment. Eliminate barriers that other communities in our region don't have. So that was another comment that we received from one of the surveys that we had. Um, advertise Peace River. Have you seen how Northern Sunrise County advertises? Be open to new ideas. When a new business wants to open up in town, who cares if there's already something like it? Competition is healthy for our town. Be willing to help with taxes or help with infrastructure costs for new business who want to set up shop here. Stop spending money on murals. Help develop business in the downtown. Uh, moving everything to the West Hill is hurting the small businesses in our downtown core. Um, where's the business development group in our town? I don't think we have one. I think that should be the first step. Um, begin to focus on solutions to encourage business in Peace River. Don't drive the businesses away. Review your development processes, review your offsite levies or offering solutions such as postponement levy payments, reviewing and amending bylaws for the benefit of business, improve communication to businesses and be positive and proactive to people who want to invest in this community. Um, um, well, we'll pass on that one. In the, in the want to build something, there should be no extra cost and no need to be harassed uh, or put on burdensome, burdensome requirements. Um, all new buildings, for example, the downtown have to be two stories. This at least doubles the cost of building and I will not pursue this option, thus removing my possible investment in downtown Peace River. Um, we, need a, we need a town administration that is more in touch with what businesses and developers need and requirements to conduct business and start new business in Peace River. 
So again, I could keep reading, there's more here, but again, I think the theme is pretty common that the, the, the public perception is, and this isn't our perception, it's a public perception that it isn't overly easy to do business in the town of Peace River. And so what is the solution again? If there was an easy answer to this, we would be doing it already. Um, obviously there's a combination of things and, and the public has spoken that there's just, these are some of the areas that they want the town to be more receptive to, to make it easier to do business. Great. And some thoughtful answers at the same time there. Um, any other councillors' uh, comments, questions? Uh, Councillor Good. Your mic is off. Yeah, Lane, just one, one thing, if it was possible. I, I know that there were some there that you didn't consider relevant. And that's, that's fair. I understand that. I've done surveys. I've seen what they're like. Would, there, would it be possible for you to maybe... Um, edit that list and maybe forward that to our administration so that we have um, because some of the things you brought up I don't want to forget right yeah we can so what is possible for you to do something like that for us yeah yeah we can do that for sure yep thank you very much okay um, as I indicated um, uh, the town is um, over the next couple of months probably going to be um, setting up I don't know town halls yeah whatever that will uh, help for uh, some of our information leading into that strat strategic plan, which basically is a forward-looking plan for at least the next four years for this council's term and sometimes a little bit beyond that, but um, dependent upon each council that gets elected sort of thing. Um, it, going forward with this, uh, councillors, it looks like you were kind of of a mindset that uh, we should um, try and um, work somehow with uh, the chamber and perhaps others to uh, move forward, but it might be helpful if at this time uh, we could have a motion directing administration um, to proceed in some fashion or to bring us back um, something so that we can proceed. Um, anybody prepared to put forward the mo motion there? Uh, looks like uh, Councillor Shannon has a hand raised. I will put forward that motion. Okay, I don't so we want to word it. Yeah, you're on mute, Councillor or Mr. Parker. You're on mute. Yes, uh, administration doesn't know what we're moving forward with. So yes. could it be a little more specific, please? That's what I'm. We're trying uh, maybe move forward with. Um, Maybe administration could bring to council a briefing note briefing on note. options to oh, mutually, mutually collaborate, mutually evaluate the existing processes referred to in the Chamber of Commerce presentation. Does that capture uh, Councillor Carr? Maybe we should wait until Lane forwards uh, his list to administration before we before we ask for that? Because isn't that what it's going to be based on? Uh, well, he's got his, um, his uh, the presentation, which yeah. had uh, three or so points in it that they wanted uh, to look at, I guess. Okay, you just want a vague, vague, okay, yep. No, fair enough. Uh, Councillor Good? Um, with uh, Shelley's permission, I think um, if Shelley, if you'd be comfortable with this wording to have um, to direct administration to um, 
accept the, rep the report as presented for information along with the additional information that the chamber is committed to provide and to ensure that this part of our strategic plan discussions. Um, Councillor, would, would that be a fair wording of what you'd like to see happen, Councillor Shannon? I was hoping it would be more um, more more direct in saying that we would um, move forward on maybe planning, doing some planning with a, of a meeting with the Chamber of Commerce or something like that. I think something a little more concrete. Well, well. Uh, it, actually, it's not just the Chamber of Commerce. It'd be uh, any uh, business, uh, because there's a lot of businesses that are not part of the Chamber of Commerce. So it would be all businesses that probably have the same concerns. Um, we could bring something like a, an open house and actually even talk about planning and what the planning process and the, the bylaws that we have to deal with and also the, the building codes that we have to deal with. Because a lot of people don't understand that. They feel that... Um, when we come here and we say, sorry, what you're planning to do, you can't do because it's the building codes and we can show you exactly where the codes say you can't do what you want. Um, and so our hands are tied in some cases. In other cases, there's some great ideas that they can bring in and say, hey, look, have you ever thought of changing this? And we can change a bylaw or we can change, you know, our land use um, uh, uh, bylaw to, to actually assist in other ways. So I, I think um, we can come back with some generic options. Uh, working with the chamber and all the, the business community because uh, we, we don't want to leave anybody out. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I think the generic uh, uh, motion is, is good enough. I got a general idea of what, what, what's happening. And then it could be a two-prong. It also could also go through the strategic plan too. So, and, and that's council's objectives, right? So it, it's, that way it just doesn't stay in one little location you know, with administration. We all become owners of this this issue, or fall off the map. So, um, uh, Councillor Shannon started the motion, and I'm not sure if Councillor Goods uh, could be considered a friendly amendment, or it had different nuances within it. So, Councillor oh. Shannon, uh, well, you're, we're talking about the Chamber of Commerce here. We're not talking about all business. We're talking about the Chamber of Commerce. That's who made the presentation. So I'm just saying, I think we, I would like to see a motion that reflected some follow-up with this, you know, like directing administration to, you know, give us a briefing on some of the options that we could, um, that would involve the Chamber and us reviewing these things together, something like that, that we, we could at least, that would be a firm exception that we're going to go forward and, and, um, collaborate with them. Okay, so thus far, I guess the motion we have on the floor is that uh, administration be directed to bring council uh, a briefing note on options to proceed with um, with the request in the, in the Chamber of Com Commerce presentation. Yes. Uh, Councillor, uh, Scammerhorn, then Councillor Good, if you have, yeah. And I think part of that that we'll we'll be trusting administration to do is is indeed reach out to the chamber. Like for example, when when you know in the letter when it says cut red tape, I think you know there'll be hopefully coming you know th from that conversation before admin brings their uh, their briefing note to us uh, some some examples of what what's being referred to. Um, I know we've heard the phrase cutting red tape a lot from many levels of government, our provincial government too, for example, and, and that kind of thing. But when it comes down to a specific, like, here's one we could do, 
um, that that's something that we that we would also need to see as opposed to just 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 generic piece of advice and uh that uh i think i think we can we can rely on admin to to reach out and get a few examples that perhaps some of the members of the chamber would be able to uh, expound on okay uh councillor good did you have a another you're good okay um mrs mcquake do you have the motion that you could read back to us uh, all I have at present is move that administration be directed to prepare a briefing note based on the feedback presented by the chamber. I'm not sure if council wanted to go ahead with the next steps of a series of community engagement meetings, whether that be with the chamber or the business community at large. Maybe that or, could be part of the briefing note. Yeah. But Councillor Shannon, is that sufficient to satisfy what you were uh, wanting in a motion. Yes, uh, with exception to make sure the Chamber of Commerce is mentioned in it, not just all business community engagement, because that's who did the presentation. That's the only. Okay, so Mrs. McQuaid, could you read the motion once again, please? It currently reads, move that administration be directed to prepare a briefing note based on the feedback presented by the Chamber of Commerce. Um, uh, so just a, a just a quick clarification is is it Councillor Shannon your idea that we just talk to Chamber of Commerce the executive or Chamber of Council uh, Commerce members only or executive I, I, okay just only the executive okay Lane has his hand up there I think he has something to add I just wanted to clarify here. So obviously our ask here today, I mean, I respect that you're going to want to talk to the business community and all businesses and so on and so forth. And not everybody is a member of the Chamber of Commerce. We respect that. We understand that. But however, we are the largest uh, organization representing the largest number of businesses in the town of Peace River. So no disrespect to any other things. We, our, our ask today wasn't to do town halls and things like that. Our ask today was for us to be directly involved in open communication with the town of Peace River through this process. However it looks, again, I don't know the answer. This is part of this collaborative, let's open our heads and let's 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 brainstorm here. Um, so again, zero disrespect, but I think we're losing track of what the chamber came here today to present on. We already represent hundred plus businesses in the town of Peace River. We have a pretty good idea of what the concerns are. A town hall will tell us very similar results, I'm sure. Um, so again, we're just, yeah, we don't want to complicate the matter. Um, we respect the process, but at the same time, we're just trying to be more hands-on, directly involved. I agree the executive would be who should be involved because obviously we're going to be responding on behalf of our membership. Um, and so the information coming from us is indirectly coming from the uh, from the membership. So um, we just want to make sure that we're part of the communication and staying in constant communication with the town from this point going forward, however that looks. Okay. Um Administration, do you have the idea of what uh, Councillor Shannon has presented in her motion, also with respect to what uh, Mr. Gardner just referred to? So basically, it's involved the Chamber of Commerce executives and um, have a mutual dialogue of some sort to be determined um, about what was brought up within their presentation. Okay. That sounds perfect. Okay, so we have the motion in front of us then, I think. And 
All those in favor of the motion? Any opposed? Okay, the motion is carried. So thank you very much, uh, Lane and the rest of the chamber for taking the time to uh, come forward with this. And it's good timing at the beginning of um, the grand plans for the new term of this council. Thank you again. Yep, thanks for the opportunity. We appreciate it. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks for coming, can, guys. Yeah, you can stay on and listen if you choose, but it's up to you. <laughs> we'll see. Thank you. Yep, we appreciate it. Bye-bye. Um, do we have um, Mr. Dubay on the... Uh... We do not, Your Worship. We have a summary of his request. Okay. In, in that respect, he is not unlike a request that came to the previous council regarding uh, the parking of large vehicles on public streets. In this case, it's specifically school buses, which is um, something that we started to educate uh, the drivers and school divisions on last year and followed up with some enforcement. Uh, in Mr. Dubay's absence, I don't know what his arguments are uh, to support his view, but we could prepare a briefing note based on what is known about traffic and streets and potential concerns, okay. if council wishes. Okay. Well, we, we do have the information he presented in front of us, and I don't know if it was uh, um, Mr. DeBay's um, intent to come and actually present and talk further on this, but we do have it in front of us. So. If anyone would care to make a motion uh, directing administration as to uh, what to come to council with respect to this, or we just leave it as information at this point in time. Our director, CAO, Mr. Parker, do you have any thoughts on going forward here? Well, uh, what will happen is, is if, if there's no motion, uh, what we could do is uh, I could uh, reach back out to the uh, uh, individual and just talk to him. Uh, I do know uh, what he has is he has a bus and he likes parking. Well, he, he lives um, on a very narrow area. And uh, that's one of the reasons why we banned buses and, and uh, large vehicles uh, during the day. And um, uh, he does have an area he can park. It's just that it's, it's, it, it is inconvenient. But it's looking at the big picture, you know, uh, so we could review it really quickly and uh, come back with a quick briefing note. So would you like a motion directing administration to uh, review the matter? Yes, that would be nice. Someone care to present that as a Mr. Ford? Yeah, I'll make that motion. Thank you. All those in favor of the motion? Any opposed? No, it's carried. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, Bylaws, we have none. Unfinished business. Um, uh, Director Bell, a request for a decision with respect to library board alternate. Thank you, Your Worship. Um, we have discovered through the Library Act that under the Act, a library a municipal library board is almost a corporation therefore requires one and only one representative of council and we're not allowed to have alternates. So we have to rescind deputy mayor's appointment as an alternate to that board. 
um, and therefore it would fall specifically to the one member of council that was appointed to that board to uh, attend those meetings. My apologies, we did not. That hurts, that really hurts. <laughs> Well, I, I knew there was one, but I got the wrong board. The regional board can have an alternate, but the municipal board cannot. Is that? Cannot, yeah. Okay. That is correct. So, uh, with this information, would someone care to uh, make a... I'll just, I'll just put the bullet in my own head on this one and move that I be rescinded as something that I can't be in the first place. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all those in favor of rescinding the appointment of Deputy Mayor uh, Scamhorn to the Municipal Library Board. Uh, it looks like it's carried. You have another free evening there. there you <laughs> Thank go. you. Thank you. Okay. Under new business, we have a request for decision with respect to a charitable organization tax exemption request applications. So, uh, uh, CAO Thank you very much. Parker. Thank you very much, Your, Your Worship. Uh, this is uh, whenever we have um, uh, a request from a um, nonprofit organization to have that tax exemption, uh, they go through our copter program. And uh, every year we put certain amounts of money into our program. Uh, this year we have about 120, I think $22,000 that's in it. Uh, this will not increase the budgeted amount that we've already put into the budget. So uh, council, I'm, I'm assuming has read the report. Our recommendation is uh, option number two, that we uh, grant the property tax exemption to the Peace River Regionals uh, Shelter for 20, uh, the years 2022 and 2023 tax years. Councillors, any questions, discussion? So, um, would someone care to make a motion then? I'll make a motion. Councillor Carr, okay. Yep. And your motion is to to exempt them from taxes for the 2223 2022 and 2023. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Any further discussion? All those in favor of Councillor Carr's motion? It is carried. Thank you very much. Next up, uh, we have the MPC minutes of September 12th. And well, uh, that was from the old council, I believe. But um, so we had myself, Councillor Scamahorn, were there. And Councillor Scamahorn, do you care to speak to what we dealt with at that meeting? This was a secondary suite, I believe, um, down by yeah. the um radio testing station. my memory here because <laughs> it was i mean i might i know i've got motions all over this thing um but yeah it was it, it's just pretty basic thing just in a in a you know one person's dwelling it's not a big big impact as far as you know a, a, it's a growing business it's uh and it was in an area that was already yeah basically um it's kind of a, a good a good courtesy for an owner to yeah. be able to uh, you know just utilize their property in an in an additional way so and just for everyone's information mpc basically gets called at will when there isn't uh something that needs to come before it it's usually less than a week that um uh the committee meets and um has form and discusses whatever the matter brought forward forward is 
So um, let's see. Maybe we'll have uh, someone accept the uh, briefing note on the MPC minutes for information. Uh, Councillor Good, thank you very much. All those in favor? It is carried, thank you. Now we have a request, request for a decision with respect to the Peace Regional Subdivision and Development Appeal Board member appointments. And speaking to this, uh, do we have Ms. Moni, Ms. Modi? Yes, indeed, thank you. I'm here, thank you, Your Worship. So this uh, request for decision is to appoint members to the Peace Regional Subdivision and Development Appeal Board. Uh, under Section 627 of the MGA, we must have uh, an appeal board that hears appeals to development decisions or subdivision decisions or stop orders. Uh, the town addresses this need through bylaw 2053 by establishing um, the ability to enter into an agreement with one or more municipalities to establish an intermunicipal subdivision and development appeal board. So the town has entered into a an agreement with 15 partnering municipalities to have the Peace Regional SDAB. That uh, body was established in 2019 and is administered by the Mackenzie Municipal Services Agency. So all of the partnering municipalities provide members to the board and we do have members whose terms are expiring and we are required to appoint new members to make sure that the membership is up to date. So we have been provided by MMSA a list of new members whose terms would be from November 30th, 2021 through to November 30th, 2024. That list is there. It does include one member from the town of Peace River who was uh, approved to be on this list by the previous council. And that decision did need to go before the previous council to meet the timelines required for the SDAB process. Uh, there is also a need to appoint a new member from the town of Folaire because their previous member whose term had not ended at this point uh, stepped back. So we have two possible motions. So MMSA has provided two recommended motions to the town. The first is that council approve the appointment of the following individuals as members of the Peace Regional Subdivision and Development Appeal Board for a three-year term effective November 30th, 2021 to November 30th, 2024. And then that, that is that uh, list of members. And then the second motion is that council approve the appointment of Brad, Bradley Druin as a member of the Peace Regional Subdivision Development Appeal Board effective November 30th, 2021 to serve the remainder of the term of the office for Guy Baudouin, who resigned from the board as a representative for the town of Folaire. By approving the two motions, town council is meeting the terms of the agreement that the town has entered into and ensuring that we have a functional SDAB as is required by the Municipal Government Act. So we have uh, two options before council. The first is to approve the two motions as I just presented, which meets our, our requirement per the agreement and also ensures that we have local representation on our regional board uh, with the appointment of Monica Robinson as one of the reps for the town of Goose River. Or otherwise we could decline to appoint new members to the board that doesn't fulfill our requirement per the agreement. Um, and it also limits the functionality of the SDAB and our ability to hear an appeal should one be required. So it is council or sorry, administration's recommendation uh, that council proceed with the two motions as presented. And I can take any questions. Any questions of Ms. Modi, uh, Councillor Ford? It's actually not a question, but uh, more of a statement, just so that this council is aware. 
um, with the timing issue with the member at large from Peace River, just to let council uh, be aware that Monica Robinson has sat on this board previously and she does have the uh, specialized training to sit on the board. Thank you. Okay, so uh, with someone, uh, councillors or Deputy Mayor Scammerhorn. Councillors just fine, it, it counts, you know. I'll, I'll take on motion one here. So I'll move that uh, council approve the appointment of the following individuals as members of the Peace Regional Subdivision and Development Appeal Board for a three-year term effective November 30th, 2021 to November 30th, 2024. Randy Morden, Avis Gagne, Monica Robinson, Owen Sanford, Teresa Johnson, Camille Zavisha, and Allison Bjornsson. Thank you. Any discussion on that motion? All those in favor of the motion? It is carried. Okay, uh, we have a motion two that we could carry on with as well. Uh, Mr. Carr, your microphone's on. How about, would you make that motion? Yes, I could make that motion. Okay. I'm sorry. That's good. I didn't, didn't realize it was on, sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Okay, so uh, council approves the uh, appointment of Bradley Doan to the uh, Peace Regional Subdivision Development Appeal Board effective November 30th, 2021 to serve the remainder of the term for Guy Baudouin, who has resigned from the board as a representative for the town of Flair. All those in favor of that motion? It is carried. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ms. Modi. Okay. Next up, we have Director Bell, and now we're looking at appointing other people to the library board. Just not me. <laughs> I feel like I, I, we've scarred Deputy Mayor somehow here, um, <laughs> inadvertently. Your Worship in Council, uh, the library board is rebuilding. They have a number of um, vacant positions and serendipitously received uh, two new applicants or they uh, were out beating the pavement looking for new community members to um, recruit to their board knowing that a number of members were moving out of the community. Uh, they have presented, the library board has presented to council Alina Rosen and Kathy Huco to be appointed as community members at large. They're, the motion of the boards are attached for council's reference and also the applicants, uh, both of their applications. Thank you. So councillors, any questions? Would someone like to proceed uh, with the motion? Um, Councillor Boychuk, looks like you would like to make a motion, <laughs> I'm sure. Absolutely. Uh... I would love to make a motion on behalf of the library board to accept those new members. Okay, so recommending uh, council will appoint Alina Rosen and Kathy Huwiko as members at large the Peace River Library Board for three-year terms. All those in favor? It is carried. Thank you Thank very you. much. Okay, Councillor Parker, the next one is uh, temporary signing authority request for decision. I'm just uh, pulling it up right now. Apologize. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, uh, councillors. Um, before you, you have a uh, the document. Uh, 
um, for a temporary signing authority. Uh, what we're looking at is right now we only have one uh, member of administration that currently can sign. We have a couple of members of council that can sign. Uh, what we're asking is to appoint the director of community services to be granted temporary signing uh, authority uh, until November 30th, uh, 2022, one year. And at that time, uh, we should uh, have the uh, uh, other two positions uh, that are vacant uh, filled, and they would be normally the uh, individuals that would be signing authority. Okay. Uh, Councillors, any questions on the topic? Would someone care to bring forth a motion? Councillor Ford? Yes, I'd put a motion on the floor that Director of Community Services be granted signing authority for checks and negotiable instruments from November 23rd, 2021 to November 30th, 2022. Okay, uh, all those in favor of the motion? Great, it is carried, thank you. Uh, next item is the uh, RCMP Retroactive Pay Advocacy. Uh, a briefing note from CAO Parker. Thank you very much, uh, Your Worship and Council. Uh, before you is uh, uh, a very uh, brief note, uh, on basically uh, talking about the RCMP uh, retroactive pay increase. Um, as uh, you were aware, a, a few councillors went to the AUMA and it was quite a hot topic uh, down here. Uh, some uh, municipalities expressed concern over their cost and uh, they've been actively advocating along with the province and other provincial uh, organizations along with FCM to uh, basically push the, the cost back onto the federal government. So uh, there is a letter writing, excuse me, <clears throat> there is a letter writing campaign um, especially, anyway, um, they just would like us to participate in a letter writing campaign. Okay, so the letter writing campaign would be a, a letter from the town uh, advocating to the different levels of government that um, the RCMP's retroactive pay be the responsibility of the federal government and not us, <laughs> anybody believe, but us. I believe there was a form letter um, okay. that was uh, produced out there. Uh, um, Ms. McCraig, uh, can you speak on that for a second, please? Uh, yes, the uh, FCM has uh, drafted a template and that's what we would uh, recommend using. Um, the folks at Alberta municipalities indicated that uh, paper in hand, especially in large volumes, seems to be quite effective in matters such as this. Um, Anything further, councillors uh, or Deputy Mayor Scammerhorn? Sounds like we're ready for a motion. Sounds like it. Um, would this letter be going just to the federal government or to the other levels of government, both? We could certainly send it to both. It's our understanding that Alberta Municipalities um, is working with the province on this because the province is fully desirous of pushing this back on the feds. Because if the provinces push it up one level, then they're on the hook. So they're quite happy to keep pushing it upwards. But we can um, certainly send it to as many uh, folks as or levels of government or other municipalities as council directs. Um, well, I wouldn't want to strike the wrong tone with the province if they're on side with us on this. So I'll, I'll move that it go to the, the levels of government as directed by Alberta municipalities or as requested by Alberta municipalities. Um, 
um, Madam Mayor, hope you don't mind having your signature on the bottom of that letter there, seeing as it's coming from us. It'll be fine if it's from you guys. Um, Councillors Shannon, you had a your hand up. No. Uh, I think did they. I got the impression that they meant these form letters could be for the public at large. That it doesn't have to be just municipalities that are doing it. So, is there some way we could make that readily available on our website so that the rest of the public could help us with that letter writing? I mean, the more the better. Seven of us. I can certainly look into that. And uh, do you want that to come back to council as a follow-up or I could possibly have information on that by the end of the meeting? Well, I think, I think if we could find some positive information, we could just automatically put it onto the website and uh, promote it a little bit. So I don't think we need a motion to pass it out to everybody else. We just need okay. authorization to do a council one. And uh, if, if, if the concept is to definitely have as many people, individuals sign it, then we'll definitely promote that out. Uh, good, good idea, thank you. Okay, so we have a motion on the floor to uh, send a letter to did I, other level, levels of government as appropriate, uh, Deputy Mayor Scammerhorn. Uh, does that include the ministers of um, any minister that's involved here and any MLA MP? So Shannon had her had her hand up. Okay. Um, Councillor Shannon. It's okay now. I got it here. Okay. okay. Thank you. Uh, Councillor Ford. And mine's uh, more of a question for CAO Parker. Um, the number that's in the background on the briefing note says 500,000 or approximately. I thought I heard numbers between five and 800,000. Whatever the number is. It's, it's pretty, it's, um, we, we had 550 in our budget last week that we uh, talked about at the, or sorry, at the last council meeting. And uh, it, it's, it's between five to, to 600,000. Depends how you uh, uh, weigh it down and how many members. And there's there, I think maybe the eight, uh, Councillor Ford, if you don't mind, I think it includes some of the other costs that we might be running into with uh, equipment upgrades and some of the other stuff. So that we, we were kind of, I think that number was getting floated around as far as our total costs were, we're looking at in terms of RCMP uh, inputs there. Um, do, does administration need advice on who to CC to, like for, for example, our own MP, the Minister of Public Safety, the Prime Minister, you know, all those wonderful things? Or are you guys good on that? Okay. We're, we're good then, on that. No, 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 no. And now I'll uh, I'll leave the motion as stands. Okay. Thank you, uh, Deputy Mayor. All those in favor of the motion? Great. It is carried. Thank you. Uh, we now have a briefing note with respect to the municipal governance review. Uh, Cao Parker. I'm going to ask Miss um, uh, McQuaig to take this one. I really am having a hard time with my voice here. I'm so sorry. Okay, certainly uh, CAO Parker. <clears throat> this was a matter that has come up for discussion, that came up for discussion several times at the Alberta Municipalities Conference. They are conducting a large scale review, they call it the Future of Municipal Governance. And they've engaged the University of Calgary School of Public Policy on this. And they're essentially looking at municipal governance models uh, nationwide, uh, a varying 
types and configurations to make recommendations to the provincial government going forward. They're going to start the municipal public engagement phase of this next spring with reports coming uh, from the AUMA president in 2023. So this is something that is coming, but we wanted to make council aware um, should they want to determine a strategy of any recommendations that the town may have uh, on information that they may wish to provide or recommendations that they might wish to make. Thank you, Councillor Good. A subject near and dear to my heart. Um, I would like to see that this says that the municipal engagement definitely be discussed at our strategic plan. This is something, this is an area that I think is going to affect our municipality or can affect our municipality greatly. And I think we should have a full council discussion regarding it and how we're gonna go forward with this information. So uh, Ms. McQuaig, is this the one that comes to Peace River on March 8th or was that something else? The one that's coming on March 8th is a uh, provincial presentation to get feedback on the proposed Alberta Provincial Policing. Okay, so model. different topic. Yeah. Okay, um, so Councillor Good, you want to keep this in mind when we're doing our strate strategic plan discussions, eh? Okay, um, do we need uh, any motion out of this other than information for information? Um, Deputy Mayor Scammerhorn. It looks like this is something that they will be coming to municipalities and just basically asking questions and seeking information. Is that, am I reading this correctly? That's the information that we have at this point. It's uh, unclear whether the University of Calgary has already started their work um, and are going to present recommendations or whether they're looking for municipal feedback towards the recommendations. That's, that part's a little unclear at this point. Okay. Um, would administration like direction on this to participate as fulsomely as possible, or are we? Do we need? Do we need that, Mr. Good? I, I'll I'd concede like, the I'd floor. Like to, I'd like to, to support that if you want to make that a motion, because I think that we want to get a hold of the University of Calgary and find out what and the Alberta municipality to say. You say you're kind of going to be involving municipalities. How are you going to be doing that? When are you going to be doing that? What's your structure on that? So, so what I'm, covers it. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is Councillor Good would move that administration be directed to contact the University of Calgary Public Policy Group to ask more detailed questions about how we can become involved. Or Alberta municipalities. Okay. Whichever is appropriate. So, okay, I see what you're saying. So whether the question should go to Alberta municipalities or the question should go to the University of Calgary, whichever is appropriate and uh, figure out how we can become more fulsomely, fulsomely, I can't even say that word, involved. <laughs> um, is that your motion? Uh, Councillor Good, I think. You're Mr. Scammerhorn's motion. Oh, Deputy Mayor Scammerhorn's motion. Okay, does that fit what you thought? Yeah, I mean, it looks like they'll be reaching out to us as they will start engagement, but just, yeah, that, that, that'll that work. It's just Move an email forward. to start and we'll, we'll move from there. Okay, all those in favor of that. 
it is carried. Thank you very much. Okay, now we're on to the next item, which was old eight was deleted. New eight is request for decision on the Alberta uh, Municipalities Committee application. And CAO Parker, maybe, um, do you want me to speak to this? Yeah, actually, if the, please. Um, so while at the uh, AM convention, uh, Councillor Shannon uh, attended several sessions and um, those uh, two session, or sessions in particular, she found out that it is uh, possible and would be maybe advantageous for our municipality to have a representative on some of these committees. So Councillor Shannon, could you speak to the two committees? Thank you. The two committees um, are the Economic Development Committee or Economic Committee and the Small Communities Committee are the two that um, was suggested for me. Okay, so um, the uh, request for a decision is to um, uh, approve the uh, uh, participation in the uh, Alberta Municipalities Committee applications for Councillor Shannon, Shannon to those two committees. Anybody uh, have uh, questions? Or CAO Parker and then Mrs. The, the, the only thing I'd like to add is that this would be minimal, absolute minimal cost to the municipality. Uh, most of the cost is uh, recovered through or are taken care of by AUMA. So um, uh, it, they, they, they cover the travel, the accommodations, everything like that. Uh, so it's a, there's, uh, they, they go travel up to so long of hours. So it might be like an hour or two maximum of time from, from our point of view. But really, uh, this is a, a good opportunity for uh, uh, council to reach out and uh, administration really uh, feels this is a, a, a good opportunity. Okay, um, if you don't mind, um, Councillor Shannon, then Mrs. McQuay. I just want to clarify that um, I will, uh, the two, two committee, there's two committees there, but um, I can only be appointed to one at their discretion. It's not being appointed to two committees, it's at their discretion, just to clarify on that. So cover our bases and okay, both of them and hope for one. Is yes. kind of what okay, Mrs. McQuay. Uh, my only point was going to be that if council has refreshed their agenda uh, at the start of the meeting after it was, the amendment was passed, they can view the RFD. Okay. Any further uh, comments, questions on this matter? Someone care to uh, move the motion? I don't think we had somebody do that, did we? Okay, uh, Councillor Good, thank you. Are we clear on the motion? There yes. were two motions, Your Worship. Uh, Councillor Good, did you want to revise the motion to read either or or both or? I'd like to see go for both and hope for hope for both and get one. I mean, I, whatever works. I mean, um, Shelley Shelley has has for, because she volunteered. I know that she has said one she has the time or she wouldn't have volunteered. Two, she has the interest. Three, we need somebody there who has both the time, the interest, and the inclination. I'm three for three on this one. I support Shelly on this 100%. So, Mrs. McQuaig, are you okay or clear on the motion? Uh, yes. Um, for the purposes of drafting them into a letter, if I could get two separate ones, and that way it depend. I don't know, Councillor Shannon, were you going to submit 
your letters simultaneously or did you want two separate letters, one for each committee? Write two separate letters, one for each committee. Yeah, I believe so, would have okay. to be. In, in that case, may I request Madam Mayor, two separate resolutions? Okay, so Councillor Good uh, moves to uh, approve uh, Councillor Shannon's um, application to the Alberta Municipalities uh, Committee and I don't have the note in front of me, so pick the first committee. Uh, I'll make it the economic committee. Okay, all those in favor of that motion? Great, uh, would someone care to make a motion? The same thing, but with respect to the second committee, which is? Small, Small communities. communities. <laughs> you guys are good. Small communities, all those in favor of that motion? It is carried, thank you. And uh, I'm sorry, was that also Councillor Good? Uh, yeah, those are both Mr. Good's motions. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for that and good luck uh, Councillor Shannon. I, I'm really hoping that you get on there. Okay, for reports, we have a report from the Alberta Municipalities, uh, formerly AUMA convention. Um, so uh, ended up being five of us were in attendance, uh, Councillor Shannon, uh, Councillor Boychuk, myself, uh, CAO Parker, and Legislative Services, Mrs. McQuig. So um, maybe each of us could uh, pick uh, two highlights or things they would like to bring back to council at this point, and then we go from there. Uh, Councillor Boychuk, would you start, please? Sure. Um, you know, just like any conference, there's two things you can bring away from it. You can bring away information and contacts, and, and we were, I was very fortunate to bring away a lot of both. I sat beside some uh, very interesting and knowledgeable people that we've connected on one for about the RCMP policing and um, but uh, the most interesting one I had uh, um, was just a little roundtable discussion we had in in the morning for breakfast there and we got talking about burning waste and and the plastic bags and and that idea you know just the idea of hey what are we doing with plastic bags in our community and and maybe we should look at uh, maybe eliminating them and stuff like that so we can burn our waste easier. And so, you know, just invaluable information like that, uh, just continue to, um, every time you sat down with somebody, you just walked away and, and I connected with uh, really well with uh, the Slave Lake Council. And, um, you know, I got to experience the streets of Edmonton like I normally do and, and go out and see how the homeless situation is doing there. And to the next night to watch a homeless shelter burn down outside the heart of our apartment building. But uh, it was a great experience. I really, really enjoyed uh, meeting everybody and, and spending time with our council too. So I'm grateful that I was able to go and, and take all that in. Great, thank you. Uh, Councillor Shannon, besides the committees. <laughs> I, I had a really, um, free time as well. It was so informative, almost to the point of being overwhelming with not only the conversations, but all the material and all these sessions that I, I attended. There was some really great information there. And I noticed that economic development seemed to be one a part of the main conversation, just about at everything that I attended. That and energy seemed to be, have a lot of attention at the conference. I think, um, one another thing I noticed is the 
the desire for everyone to reach, have a, a further reach with collaboration within their community. And that just brings it, everything right back together again, the social, the business, and, you know, having a more, I guess, widespread reach in their community and everyone working together. There was a lot of talk about different collaborations and things like that. And I enjoyed that, but the economic development part is what I went after and the contacts, I made some new contacts and just uh, retouched some old ones. And I have, I'm really hopeful. I think things are, are going to get better. I thought it was a, a great, a great, great thing. Good. Um, uh, Mrs. McQuaig, uh, would you care to? Uh, I attended the um, Muni's 101 sessions with our newly elected councillors. And I actually found that quite interesting in that when staff prepares the uh, orientation materials were all from a bottom-up perspective and this was hearing it from the top down so it was a little bit different and I think that it's made me a little bit more aware of what council uh, knows their expectations or what their knows what their expe expectations of staff should be so I think that'll help us going forward. Uh, with respect to the other sessions, I don't have uh, much feedback because it came to council already in the form of two briefing notes. <laughs> so that is uh, my big takeaways. Uh, but as always, uh, an excellent event. Uh, very strange to be in a room with a thousand people, even though you know everyone is vaccinated or negative and masked. But uh, very well done by the staff, especially trying in the flexibility they needed trying to manage everything. So. Great. Um, Councillor Parker, do you want to not speak or speak? Or Councillor, CAO Parker. I'm getting it all mixed up today. That's okay. That's okay. Um, two things I'd like to talk about. Uh, one of the things is, is during the CAO session, um, I was able to uh, connect with a couple of CAOs and uh, also uh, deal with uh, a, a secondment possibility um, for some of our vacant positions. Uh, and that was, to me, was, oh my God, my I just lit right up when it like we could possibly get a couple of individuals in here. So um, we're going to follow up on that. And then um, just meeting some of the companies that could do some of the uh, items that we're looking forward uh, for in the future. Um, like with the organizational review, we've been looking at planning and, and that uh, I talked to quite a few companies that do that. So that was nice to see the approach that they take and to actually spend a little bit more time talking about um, how they do it as opposed to, you know, you just read a paper document. So it's, uh, that was pretty, I found interesting. And I'll finish this. And then uh, I, I, Mr. Carr, or Carr, you were at the Muni 101 as well, were you not in Edmonton? Okay. So I'll speak to the AUMA or AM part of thing that I went to. I went to uh, one on waste management and it's about, I don't know, 50 municipalities in Southern Alberta that are coming up with a big plan to um, uh, basically not waste their waste uh, produce energy. And uh, there are major consortiums, major monies, et cetera. So it was just kind of interesting that way. And the other uh, one um, I found um, interesting and need to follow up on is, um, it was one on strategic plan. They had Doug Griffiths and um, Heather Thompson. Doug Griffiths is the one that uh, wrote the little book, 13 Ways to Kill Your Community. And he didn't really talk about that, but uh, 
you talked about aspects of the strategic plan that uh, would um, invigorate your community, I guess. And Westlock was also at that one and um, highlighting how they went about their strategic plan. So I got a lot of information from that. So I found it very worthwhile. And uh, yes, we all wore a mask. So the health people were happy and uh, we got used to keep wearing them for whatever amount of the day. So uh, Mr. Carr, you went to Muni 101 as well. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I wish I could have gone to the next three days, but time didn't allow for it. But it was interesting. It was it was very similar to what we took here in Chambers, um, but with different presenters. And and I absolutely picked up a few more things from that. I sat with the uh, council from Fort McMurray the second day that I was there, and uh, you know they had some interesting perspectives. But uh, obviously they have build deeper pockets than what we do so yeah but yeah it was it was interesting <clears throat> well thank you everyone and uh, so it was a, a good conference and uh, kind of interesting as someone has mentioned to sit in a room with uh, with a major number of people and uh, hopefully everyone was safe at the time and safe afterwards okay well thank you everyone for that uh, do we need a uh, uh, a motion to accept these verbal reports. Yes, I'm seeing yes. Uh, Deputy Mayor Gammerhorn moves that the verbal reports of the listed people be accepted. And all those in favor? It is carried. Thank you very much. Okay, we have a um, information item, a letter from the Solicitor General with respect to community feedback on the Alberta policing model. And this is the one that I think is in Peace River in on March 8th, maybe. So who is speaking to this one? Anyone? Evan Min? No, we, were ju we just put this on for information. Okay. Uh, Councillors, any comments on it or? Uh, Deputy Mayor Scammerhorn? So I was able to attend, I had mentioned this earlier, um, a, a meeting where where uh, Minister Madhu did give, I guess you could say, uh, a little bit of a longer than an elevator speech on on the on the priorities there and and the advantages. Obviously, he didn't uh, trot out too many disadvantages, other than to, you know, kind of explain how the advantages from his perspective would overcome them uh, on this model. And it was it was it was good to hear from that side. I've, I find that uh, in trying to get information. About this particular item through the media is um, is very difficult to do without uh, yeah, chewing through a lot of um, outrage, uh, unfortunately. So I do see that it is in Peace River on March eighth. It might be a little early for us to make a motion on on uh, enabling council to uh, to participate in that particular thing, although I think it would be a really, really good value for us to do, especially if it's in our town to begin with, that uh, that as many councillors as possible do get get to that event. Um, well, it's on the agenda right now. Uh, we can make a motion speaking to it, if you would like to put forth a motion. One they'd want to bring back later, then then that's fine with me as well. It actually would be fine right now because then I would add it into the list of uh, committees uh, uh, for the budget process. 
Great. So moved. So moved. March March eighth. Or well, any other event. If the eighth doesn't count, so I would enable council move to enable council to attend uh, whatever in community engagement that best suits them. There's they, virtual as well. Yeah. They are offered virtually, so it's possible to do that too. Okay, so uh, all those in favor of Deputy Scammer Deputy Mayor Scammerhorn's motion. Great, it is carried. Thank you. We also have an information letter from the Library Association of Alberta uh, from a Kurt McLeod, uh, basically introducing the association and uh, encouraging us to reach out to our local library if we haven't already, see what work they're doing and uh, what value libraries have to the community, I think. Would someone care to uh, move the acceptance of that letter as information? Uh, Councillor Boychuk, thank you. All those in favor? It is carried. Okay. Uh, CAO Parker, do we have any notices of motion? We do not. Thank you. Uh, Mrs. McQuaig, any Zoom comments from the public? Or? We do not, Your Worship, and we do not at present have any viewers. Okay. Um, key communication items, in case someone does ask, uh, councillors, what would you put forward as key communication items from the meeting? I would say engagement with the uh, chamber, future engagement with the chamber of commerce. Okay. Uh, anything further at this time? Perhaps not. Uh, Councillor Ford? Uh, this wasn't on the... Uh... The agenda, your worship, but uh, this coming Friday, I do believe, is light up the park, and this coming Saturday is the Santa Claus parade. Hmm. Okay. Anything further, councilors, staff? Are we um, doing that? Either of those things? I haven't heard. This is a good reminder for me to have sent an email. Um, yes, the parade is on Saturday. It starts at 5 p.m. And I'll send an email out to all council, uh, anyone who would like to engage by walking alongside. I've got she candy really canes. Running along, trying to catch up is what she yeah. should be saying. No <laughs> hugging. No hugging. We had a whole hugging conversation at one of the previous meetings. No hugging. No time for <laughs> hugging. Hug after. <laughs> um, and the light up on Friday, I don't think there's any requirement for any member of council to formally, if anyone would like to, absolutely. But um, Zoe Batty, the recreation programmer, has that one well in hand. So come watch the fireworks, which is fun. Great. Well, thank you for the staff for organizing those things too. Um, the parade uh, chamber of commerce, I think uh, is in charge and gets the lineup happening in the Centennial parking lot and away we go. So if you want, find the uh, town uh, uh, entry and uh, carry on. Okay, uh, would uh, council like a brief um, break? Or do you want to carry on into closed session? Uh, Councillor Scammerhorn, sorry. Yeah, five minutes. Okay, uh, CAO Parker, what were you? Yeah, I was just wondering if we can go to the breakout room and then we can start in five minutes. Oh, okay. So would someone move that we go into closed session? Uh, Councillor Ford? 
All those in favor? Okay. We might have everybody back now. Okay, um, uh, Councillor uh, Good, uh, you might uh, have to declare uh, an interest and uh, go to the breakout room and then we'll call you back. Uh, you're on mute. Okay, I made it. There you go. <laughs> okay, Councillor Good has left the meeting at uh, 7.29. Um, Councillor or Deputy Mayor Scammerhorn, I believe you have a motion. Yeah, I'll uh, move that we uh, council direct administration to enact option one um, in the, as presented in the briefing note in the closed session and that uh, as per FOIP requirements, the briefing note remains confidential. Thank you for that. Um, discussion, uh, all those in favor of that motion? Ruth's hand was up. But... Sorry, if I can just request a clarification, um, is there an indication which FOIP item this is, FOIP item one or two? Two. Good question. Yeah. Sorry, team. You did well to get it that far. <laughs> um, okay, so Mrs. McQuaig, you've got the motion, right? Uh, I'll extract it from the um, uh, auditory recording. Okay, all those in favor of the motion? Yes, thank you. Okay, we're ready to call Mr. Good back into the room. I've simply closed the room on him. So, uh, done. So, unfortunately, I cannot extract him otherwise. Feels he a little back? Willy Wonka ish. Can he come back? He can't come back to the main room then? You have to join again, like I did. Oh, that's what you were doing. That's sorry. <laughs> I'm glad the technology worked well for you. <laughs> uh, while we're waiting, would could I ask then Councillor Scamahorn to please restate his motion more slowly? Yes, I, I can do that for the sake of you not having to go back and find this recording again. So uh, move to direct administration to enact option one as presented in the briefing note, which shall remain confidential as per FOIP. Thank you. You're welcome. Do I have to leave again? Nope, you're good to go. I was just restating uh, the, the motion there. So um, Mrs. McQuaig could uh, just record it for her notes. Okay, good. So um, uh, would someone care to move adjournment? Nobody, we want to sit here some more. Okay, Councillor Shannon, thank you very much. At 7.32, all those in favor? Great, uh, thank you for all the discussion tonight. I think it was very beneficial and we're moving along. Good night, and thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.